we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm Sam Walker, confused in Arizona. She's Simone Roche, locked down in Liverpool. We've been here before, Simone, it seems, haven't we? Welcome to March. <laughs> oh, man, alive. I don't know about you, but I. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted by the world, the <laughs> actual whole world. I can't think of anything that's giving me energy. Everything seems to be draining energy from me. But you've been doing double days, haven't you? You've been doing time zones, haven't you? Because last week's America Fest election, which obviously will now go on into 2021, <laughs> uh because you were reporting from there for here, weren't you? That's right. I was on BBC Radio Manchester, BBC Radio 5 Live, Times Radio and LBC, all of them on multiple occasions. Do you know what? I had really great fun, but I'm really, really tired. And what was quite interesting was was kind of seeing it from a guest point of view, because obviously I was on the radio as the presenter for nearly 20 years. And um, I tell you what, it's really annoying. It's really annoying when they call you up and they go, hello, is the studio here? Can you stand by? And you sit there for about 20 minutes and I'm like, I've got things to do. I'm busy here. <laughs> so it's quite funny hearing it from the guest point of view. But it's we'll get payback time. It, it really is. <laughs> uh, we'll get on to guests in a minute because I want to talk about that during lockdown. But, you know, we have to be clear that we record this podcast a couple of days before it goes out. So at the time of you and I speaking, we still don't know who the president of the United States is. Maybe, you know, by the time you're hearing this, I'm thinking perhaps you don't. And I don't want to get into the politics of it all. But I tell you what is really exhausting me. And this is something I think that's as true for America as it is for the UK as it is for pretty much anywhere right now. It's the divisions. It's the divisions that have been thrown up by this election. You know, it seems that half the country wants something completely opposite to the other half of the country. And it's kind of given me flashbacks to Brexit and the massive divisions that that vote threw up because half, pretty much half the country wanted one thing and pretty much half the country wanted the other thing. And it, it, it kind of feels a bit wounding. And I know that probably sounds a bit dramatic, but... I feel like I want to crawl into a dark space right now and just perhaps listen to some spa music. You know, that tinkly, tinkly wind chime music. That's what I need in my life. Well, just do it. Just, just, <laughs> just go for it. Get some, get some vegan aromatherapy balm out there and, 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 and put it on your, on your point. It is, it's painful, actually. Mm, yeah. um, and, it, and maybe this is... We've talked about leadership before, haven't we? Um, And I think it is, I think we're seeing and what is being demonstrated is some really horrific styles of leadership. Um, And I'm seeing various candidates for the presidency being akin to Hitler, I saw on a Twitter post this morning. This is what he did Mm. to get this, you know, totally say, you know, 
elections are, uh, you know, sort of, I don't think I use the word fraudulent, but elections are, you know, unfair and don't do this and don't do this. And that was obviously before the days of social media. So it's seeing these real strong opinions and it does feel, it feels like a bit like a civil war is brewing. Mm. Um, and I, I hear you. Um, there's an element of the new lockdown that we're in that is ground our table, also different. Um, I mean, there was a real scrambled panic for the shops last week because I think people are yeah, almost yeah. anticipating no Christmas too. But oh. I think, I know, I think um, we're we're still in it. We're, we've managed to retain an office environment and I'm, I'm trying to stake that as my flag in the ground for my bit of sense of civility that I can come into this office and I can shut a door and try and get on with what we're the good stuff we're trying to do and that's you know and don't get me wrong we've got some aromatherapy balm going on on the diffuser <laughs> double double blend today um but i think we've we've all got to find what we can do for ourselves um i think it's really important i think we you know mm. self-care we go on and on and on about it but i think it's it now more than ever especially as we go into turbulent times ahead and unknown times ahead so yeah. we've got to look out for each other look after ourselves more importantly um and try and if we need to go in a hole just don't go down a ditch that you can't get out of <laughs> yeah don't go down a rabbit hole but maybe just go into a warm comfortable i don't know nook I'll use that word, nook. A nook. That sounds well, quite like comforting that. and welcoming, doesn't it, as opposed to <laughs> dungeon. Uh, so <laughs> let's do that. Do you know what? I think, yeah, let's, just talking to you, I think we need to remember that as many challenges as are lying ahead, and there are so many challenges still lying ahead, and if we start to think about everything we still need to overcome before any sense of, I'll use the word, normality returns, that's when it can become overwhelming because we still think, are our jobs secure? Are our families okay? Will we get well? You know, we had a a, a COVID scare this week where a friend of my daughter, she'd been for a sleepover, bless them. No one's had a birthday party this year, obviously. All the girls, teenage girls, my daughter turned 13, didn't have a birthday party. But eventually four of them got together and had a sleepover for Halloween. The next day, one of the parents calls and says, I'm so sorry, but Mila's here with a temperature of 100 and coffee. And so, ah, the children were then back off school. We quarantined them. As it turns out, Mila's symptoms went the very next day and it's it, she doesn't have COVID. So that was great. But something like that suddenly threw in and, and my brain started going, oh my gosh, well, what if I get sick? I'm so busy at the moment. I've got so many projects on. Who's going to take those projects on? What about the people I might let down? And your brain can race away with you with everything, that this kind of terrible possibilities. So yeah, let's just take a moment and say, wow. We are in November. And do you remember this did all start in March and we have come this far and it's been really hard and we face so many challenges, but we're all still standing, right? Some of us might be a bit wobbly. Some of us might be in our nook. Some of us might be holding onto the wall, but we're here. And I think that's what we should focus on right now because it has been the most challenging of years and we are just about still standing. Absolutely. Um, and, and this is where it's about reaching out, isn't it? Reaching out, stay connected or reconnect as well. There are people out there to help and support, whether it be your friends, your family. Right at the start of lockdown, we all reached out to people and got into routines and used every 
video app there was in the world, you know, from house party to Zoom to Teams to WhatsApp to Facebook, but all of them, we use them all. And I think because we've become overwhelmed with those video, that video technology and work, mm. I do feel like there's been some dropping of that from a personal space, especially as as society opened again. But as now, now more importantly, I think we need to re-engage and reconnect and, and be intentional about um, those relationships. Um, so whether it is that long lost friend or just that someone who che- you did check in with, just go back, recircle back, because actually yeah. you'll, you'll help each other. Do you know what? You've made just a really good point there. And I and I feel terrible saying this, but we have family Zoom calls at the weekend and there have been times when it's got to the weekend and I haven't spoken to any friends or family all week who, who are not in the States. Obviously, I've spoken to friends here, but I haven't spoken to anyone from back home. And it'll get to the weekend and I'll think, oh, I don't want to go on a Zoom call. <laughs> I can't bear another Zoom call. But of course, they're the most important of all the Zoom calls that I've had all week are the ones with my family and my friends back home. <laughs> so it, it can, you can just get fatigued, though, and not take that time for yourself because you think, I just uh, I just can't. But it feels like work because everything feels like work right now. So, yes, must make those Zoom calls a priority. Um, I want to talk quickly about voices and and being heard and of course I think back to the the work and the campaign that you're doing Simone about making sure that women's voices are heard and exploit expert voices are heard and I don't know if you've seen this research from the um, from between King's College London and the Global Institute for Women's Leadership and they went through and they analysed nearly 15,000 articles all published around COVID-19 between March and July okay very beginning of March very end of July 15,000 articles from all over the world UK Australia and the USA and just 5% of experts cited in any of these news items were women. 5% uh, of the well-known STEM experts were women. Now, they're... And you just think, what is going on? Now, 17% of unique, prominent STEM experts are women, okay? And yet, just 5% are mentioned. And it's, it is again, what can we do? It, it, and I, I think quite often... There's that accusation, isn't there, that, oh, well, women, you're not putting yourself forward. Women, you're not putting your hand up. And I think perhaps there is a tiny element of that, a, a tiny, teeny dot element of that, because for quite often we have, if we're only the, the only woman in the room, it is hard to put your hand up and stand up and stand on the platform and say, listen to me. And, you know, all those things about uh, imposter syndrome leap in. But I also think there needs to be more of an effort from the broadcasters, the journalists, the writers to say, I need to find a woman's voice on this because not because she's better or more informed, but to show that there are more than those four or five key voices out there. 100%. And that's why we set up the Be Heard campaign. In fact, we set exactly. it up on this very podcast, didn't yes. we? Because yes. I'd had a conversation with one of the producers at uh, Five Live looking for um, person demographic X and somebody else. And I'm like, right, you know, and there is there is still a little bit of, um, you know, where you'll put the shout out and it will be five minutes after the deadline. Oh, I've only just seen it. No, 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 no. We, we need to, you know, I will be persistent and I will keep chasing people because I think it's really important and now there is no excuse not to um have those voices on air because there's no traveling we can do mm-hmm. it from yeah. exactly as we're doing this now so i think it's really important there's so i we 
I and we are committed to intentionally bugging the life out of um, <laughs> of, of some of the, the the media out there in a good way because we wanted to be positive and equally around events, event organisers as well. There was. Um, there was an event uh, only a couple of weeks ago and we uh, actually pulled a, a, an emergency race equality power circle together meeting um, a few days later because there had been absolutely way more female representation but no ethnicity uh, bar one speaker on the lineup out of 40 nine or something like that so you know that's that's absolutely one of the things is is angling it into events as well because if you're if you're giving if you're creating a platform to discuss key matters whether it be about sectors such as engineering whether it be about the northern powerhouse whether it be about climate change you need to be need to ask and reach out and keep trying mm. don't just put one linkedin post out there you know you've got to be really i think got to be really intentional about finding unearthing the talent that's why we've always done the awards is to unearth the talent and the yeah. voices at all levels but we you've got to do it in that day-to-day and and as i say we're really really committed to do that that's why on this podcast we make sure over 50 percent of the life lessons are from a black asian minority ethnic background as well so we are committed we are committed to sort of pushing um pushing this agenda uh and but you've got to work hard at it it's not it's not easy and but but we want to do that um and i think that you know so i think if, if in doubt then ask Mm. North Power Women on Twitter. Connect at northernpowerwomen.com. Get in touch. We will help. And we're doing that at the moment with them. We've been approached by so many headhunters, recruitment agencies. And it gets, sometimes it gets frustrating because you're like, I'm doing, I'm going to do this and share this out there for free when you're getting a fee. And I'll do it to prove a point. I'll do it because I proactively want to create spaces and add diverse voices to tables. Yeah. But at some point, there's got to be something in that that goes, oh, actually, yes, Simone, we should fund you to do this because we know it takes time and, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know all this kind of thing. And I know, and I know lots of people are shouting, going, this is, you, you never do that. You never ask for that. You're just, but it, it, I will do it to a point mm. because I want it to benefit those individuals and I want it to benefit those, those top tables. It's really important. Uh, two things. Number one, I got my stat wrong a moment ago. I said that 17% of all experts stem experts were women it's much much higher than that i, I misread the um i misread the the report that i was looking at that was to do with a, another number of voices so it, it is just five percent of stem experts who are quote, have been quoted during this pandemic are women women make up wow. a much much larger a proportion than that i i want to say as well because i've worked in radio and media for for so long i know what the pressure is like when you are in a live radio space you're in a newsroom you're perhaps live on air or about to go live on air a story breaks and you think we need an expert we need a voice and that is not the time to start to try and research and find somebody new you know it's incredibly difficult in those circumstances to get a voice to come on air and you can understand why to a degree you know you end up with what's been known in the business as an easy fix oh that's an easy fix you just phone them up they always pick the phone up they always come on but 
and and it's very hard with the way that that newsrooms are being defunded around a lot of the networks to then say well okay well the program's finished at midday now spend two hours trying to build up your contacts book for the show tomorrow because actually you've got other things to do and maybe your shift actually ends at midday because you're not being paid and la 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 so there are many many things in play here and I think that's why it's really important to do two things number one is exactly what you are doing Simone and what we here at Northern Power Women are doing and that is to make it easy to collect those voices and go here you are here they are on a silver platter here's everyone's name here's everyone's phone number everyone's email address social media account they're ready willing and able to talk to you that is one thing to do and you're right in an ideal world we'd pay you gazillions of pounds to do that because it's really 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 important work the second thing to do is if you are an individual please you know what I'm going to say I'm going to talk about lights and bushels again but do not hide your light under a bushel please do not do that because you have got something to say I bang on about this all the time but I know that you kind of get that uh, clenching moment of oh am I going to say it wrong am I going to do say something silly what have I got to say oh surely that other expert over there knows so much more than I do you are valid you have got something to say so please do get in touch power-platform.com is where you can look under stories you can find out how to get involved with this and put your name forward because believe me you do have something to say and we do want to hear from you so it's kind of a bit of six of one and half a dozen and the other we can push forward so much but unless we know you're there and willing and able it's not a lot we can do yeah, and we are, we're, we're heavily investing in this from a time perspective and an effort perspective into the platform to build on the machine learning and the AI. And this is all the cool stuff that I'm learning. Don't yeah. really know what it is. So I'm a bit, you know, <laughs> pop imposter syndrome. But, you know, we want to because we don't want to just create a static list. It's like the, you know, the awards, we don't create a static. It's always about keeping things live. And actually, you will see, we'll have, we'll have links to this because we've, we've refreshed our, our, our website. Right. So there'll be information on this on the Northern Power Women website on the power-platform.com so wherever wherever you choose to consume uh, your information you can find it you can't get away for it sign up to be heard if you uh, are an event organizer and need access get in touch as well because it, it's out there the information we've got is 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 there so please please let it let us bring it to life give a platform and a stage marvelous stuff do you know what this means it's perfect timing for let's get some life lessons I think it is time. And this week we have got, oh, wonderful tones of Louise Lonergan, who's the Chief Executive Officer at the Lonergan Group. And do you know what? The, listen to this and then, then we'll regroup. But never could be a better time for these sound bites. My name is Louise Lonergan. I'm the CEO of the Lonergan Group and we're based in Ireland. My first question, what's the one piece of advice that's really stuck with me? I think that um, you must keep an eye on your finances um, because if COVID-19 has taught us anything is you have no idea what's coming down the tracks at your next. And if you don't have a good idea about what's going on in your business's finances, it means that you can't cut staff fast enough or cut rent or make changes, uh, deviate, um, you know, spend more money on marketing or whatever uh, decisions you'll have to make. So I think it's imperative that you keep a good eye on your finances at all time. So that will help you pivot if necessary. My second question is, what advice would you pass on to somebody starting their career today? Um, My answer to that is you'll need to keep moving and re-educating yourself continually. Uh, Everything changes very fast. Um, For example, digital marketing would be a good suggestion of that. Things have changed. Marketing is is a different uh, beast than it used to be before. 
So you need to become a jack of all trades. So you need to understand all the different features of your business. You don't need to be the master of them. Um, so it's important that, that, that's, uh, that I, I tell you that because you will bring on a bookkeeper or an accountant or a digital marketing company or you'll get interns or there's so many new, uh, free options and free um, help out there at the moment. But you do need to understand how to, what, what, it, what the process is about. So question three, when have you faced imposter syndrome and what did I do about it? And my answer is I have definitely suffered with this and I can't pretend that I still don't. Um, But it is important to know that it happens to most women entrepreneurs, which is quite sad. Uh, The ones that mostly get me are that um, it's only a matter of time before it all falls down around me or I have nothing original to say. So what I have done is uh, I listen to podcasts and I educate myself um, usually. So I, I got a lovely audio book uh, about worrying. And I, as I say, I did a podcast and I have a new motto um, that I've done it before. I can do it again. And that gets me out of trouble a lot of the time. Um, the advice I got from the book that I read was uh, put the evidence down as far as you know has it gone wrong in the past how many times has it gone wrong in the past and is it likely to go wrong again and it's actually funny that most times it doesn't go wrong so this doubt that we have usually is unfounded and question four tell us about a time you've had to be resilient Uh, this is really a a silly question for me because as far as i'm concerned when you're an entrepreneur resilience is is everyday code you have to be like a steam train going through the wall um, you're continually chasing sales, chasing debtors, trying to get your staff to come to work on time, trying to get them to do their job. So it's it is difficult. And if you don't have that strong work, work ethic and resilience, I don't think you're in the right place in the first place. Uh, question five. What difference did a mentor make to me? Um, I love mentors. I use them to ask for help. If there was one thing I would do differently is I would ask for help early. It's amazing the amount of free stuff that's available out there. It's amazing the amount of people that are happy to help. If you get a mentor that's a few steps ahead of you or in a similar role, you'll be so surprised. Even though they could be in completely different businesses, you'll probably have the same issues. And it's actually really heartwarming to know that they struggle with the same thing as you and they might have a few tips and you might have a few tips for them. I joined uh, Vital Voices and I thought it was absolutely amazing and some of the women's networks are fabulous for helping. Um, It's a lonely game, entrepreneurialism, and it's nice to have, as I say, that sounding board. And it's... um, I, I would have two and three mentors at times. You have different mentors for different things. Um, and uh, as I say, many people are happy to mentor people. Sometimes I'm with a mentor at the moment, probably a year. And then I've had mentors that I've worked with, you know, one or two times. So wishing you all the very best. And I hope these answers are helpful for you. Bye bye. Thank you so much to Louise Lonergan from the Lonergan Group. So much of what she said there really resonated with me when I heard them about educating yourself, about resilience, about taking stock of things that perhaps you might find a little bit not boring when you think about your finances you think oh that'll all sort itself out no let's focus on those things that can sometimes slip away from you I thought that was terrific 
And I love the fact that as an entrepreneur, resilience is just part of your everyday code. I love that. And also the imposter syndrome where she puts, write the evidence down. If you've got any imposter syndrome rounds, write it down. You'll find that it's probably unfounded. (laughs) And I was like, that brilliant. So loved it. Love Louise's life lessons. Please, we would love to hear from you. Do get in touch. You can just send us an email, podcast at northernpowerwomen.com. It's dead easy. It will take you just a couple of minutes and we really would so love to hear from you. So please do send us that email now and we'll tell you exactly what to do. Podcast at northernpowerwomen.com. Simone, before we head off into the sunset or slash go and hide in our nook, um, we talked a bit about self-care earlier on and you know we are back in lockdown in the UK the world is in turmoil here in the US Uh, I attempted some self-care this week (laughs) which went horribly wrong so my hair has got darker and darker and darker and darker over lockdown as I've been using sort of home hair dyeing kits and obviously I'm not very good and I'm not a professional and my hair's been getting so dark and I thought I do know what I'm going to do I'm going to lighten it right up I want to get much lighter brown again. So I went and got this sort of dye removal kit, which had to be rinsed for 20 minutes. Yes. It said that even said that on the packet. It went, yes, 20 minutes. I had to sit under the shower. I literally put the uh, news on my phone outside the shower door and watched that for 20 minutes while I sat under the stream because it was just ridiculous. Anyway, I did all that, stripped all the colour out, got this new colour that was called light brown. <laughs> the whole thing took me about three and a half hours towel dried my hair afterwards guess what color my hair is dark brown exactly the same as it was before (laughs) my hair has just reverted to no i'm just going to be really really dark brown so that was a complete waste of time attempted self-care has just annoyed me and triggered me (laughs) oh do you know what that is brilliant well my my self-care moment last week was um not very good because i had a cooking incident oh um and can you believe it it was over the Sunday roast. I decided to just try and de-lump some of my gravy, um, which really didn't need it. But I thought, oh, well, you know, we'll make it all perfect. Yeah. Was it hot? Yes. Did my Nutribullet like it? No. Do I have third degree burns <gasps> on my arm? Yes. No. So thank goodness there are no kind of summer moments or evening gown moments at the moment because I have the best part of a what? I don't know four inch (gasps) blister stroke scar on my arm yeah I mean if you say that you've got a gravy injury it does sound quite funny but at the same time goodness (laughs) me that sounds horrendous I know I know so yes and of course um yeah did I go to the doctor straight away no not till I posted it on Facebook and I started getting berated by (laughs) the family nor the power women community anyway I've now got flamazine which sounds like a recipe but that's going to hopefully sort of discard some of my gravy burnage on my arms because I just thought I'm wearing a jumper no one can see but yes not not big and not clever and equally northern power man is still finding gravy dispatched across the galley kitchen not impressed (laughs) self-care disasters please do come and share them we would love to hear from you just we need a little bit of light in this darkness not that not that third degree berms are lightness but flamazine yes it sounds like it'd be delicious with some custard uh so do get in touch please podcast at northernpowerwomen.com simone go and find your nook I'm going to go and find mine. Thank you so very much for listening. Uh, The next episode will be coming your way on Monday, November the 16th. Until then, this is the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm Sam Walker and it's a What Goes On Media production. Listener.